Hey guys, it's week seven and we are here. I'm Joseph Hayes and this is Matt Sheehan. Yep. It's a lot to talk about today, so let's get right into the action. Let's jump um, right into it, man. Let's, let's do go it. back to last week, though. We had yep. some really t some big toss-up games that we, we weren't did. necessarily sure about. No. The biggest surprise, though, probably for both of us, is that we picked against Marine City and we lost big. Yeah, hey, we they both had, had 4-1, though. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I, I would take that, except, you know, uh, yeah, that, that St. Clair Marine City pick didn't really mm -hmm. go our way, but... Hey, that happens. And Marine City got a big victory. I mean, they needed Huge. this win. And for them, it's almost like now we're seeing some building blocks for them to get a run going. And that's oh, yeah. a dangerous team there. Yeah. They it, really are. It is, especially on that defense, too. I mean, you got Justin and Josh Headley at linebacker. Yep. Those guys are monsters, especially the freshman Josh Headley. I mean, I was sitting in the press box. I got people next to me talking about how he was a water boy just last year. <laughs> it was only his third varsity game. Wow. He, he was playing like an animal out there. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, and, and it wasn't just them two either. I mean, that defense is really coming along. The mm -hmm. offense is coming along, too, with just a well-bounced attack. And MJ Frank, mm -hmm. Ryan Alexander, Dawson Haney. I mean, so, yeah, Marine City is, is running right now. I think we've given Marine City fans and players plenty of motivation. Yeah, you're so, welcome. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Boom, for the, that's for the right. Kick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was actually at um, Yale High School for the Augman yep. game, and – you know, it was Yale's homecoming, everybody was charged up, and then the Muskrats took the field and basically pounded them for four quarters. As they do. And yep. the, but the interesting thing was, you talked about how Yale needed to stay in the game, how yep. they need to give a good effort, and then you look at the score in the second half, it's still a two-possession game. But their mm. offense was never able to get up to speed, and then they lost being shut out. Yeah, absolutely. You know what else was a surprise, too, was uh, that Marysville-Warnwood's tower game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Marysville down 12-7 at halftime. Mm -hmm. I'm sure no one expected that. No, but, of course, no. they righted the ship, dominated mm -hmm. the third quarter, and cruised to stay perfect. Isn't it funny, though, that when you're playing somebody that you should beat, it's so easy to let down. It is. And football is one of those things where when it's raining, you can get a turn, you can give up a turnover right. or have a costly mistake. And before you know it, like, you're facing, you're facing the end of the game. And things just kind of fly by real quick. And not to, you know, drop more excuses, too. I didn't even know if I could use that. I mean, they, they won. Mm -hmm. I, I can't say the word excuses when a team, they won. But, I mean, homecoming, too, also does play a role, too, yeah. in, a, in a lot more programs than you would think. I mm -hmm. mean, and that, that was just another thing, you know, big crowd, I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, hey, uh, you know, the old tip of the cap to Warwick mm -hmm. Tower for keeping it close for a little bit. Yep to giving us a surprise, but... And those are the type of games that can really make or break a season. Can you go ahead and win that game that you're supposed to win on yeah. that other team's field, or do you take it for take it for granted and not get the victory and actually you know, hurt yourself in the long run? Yep. But they were able to get the win, so a win is a win. For sure, oh yeah. Talk to me about Port Huron and Northern. Those are other games that we talked yeah. about last week. Both of them took care of business, and I know specifically for Port Huron, I mean, D'Angelo Sanderson Sr., or Sanderson Jr., yep. 200 yards rushing, man. Like, every single week, we talk about him and how he's producing for Port Huron. Yeah. So you know teams are keying on him. So think about what that means. For They're sure. keying on him. He's still running the ball effectively. Yeah, I mean, to have 200 yards, and I mean, I'm assuming that Ster Sterling Heights knows that he was going to get the ball in of his course. hands through every play and <laughs> yeah. try to, you know, cause some noise. Mm -hmm. And he was still able to do it, which really just shows, you know, how good of a player he is, which is mm -hmm. why he made the top five, obviously, exactly. for us in the top 25 poll. Um, but, yeah, for Northern, too, uh, they did have a pretty close game, too, against Lakeshore. Mm -hmm. Just snuck out the three-point victory. But, I mean, with uh, Billy Falco out, their, their starting quarterback, they had to put Matt Berevic in. Mm -hmm. I mean, and usually he's a, a dynamic receiver, yeah, receiver. But he was able to be dynamic behind center, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, to have that kind of a win, too, I mean, really bad weather conditions. I, I, mean, I mean, listen, I it, it was bad weather for both teams mm -hmm. all across the state, too. Um, but just to have that kind of a production for a backup quarterback against Lakeshore, a team they've had trouble with the mm -hmm. last two years, I mean, that's a good win for Northern. Yeah, it is yeah. a good win. I think at the end of the day, you just want to win. 
So yeah. it really doesn't even matter how. That's right. You just have to win. I wish somebody would tell the Detroit Lions that. But <laughs> but literally. And Spartans. <laughs> there Shout you out to Don't talk about somebody. your best shoe, though. You don't want to get on that one. <laughs> but let's go back over to Richmond Almont. You know, we talked yeah. about how don't sleep on Richmond. They're a team that can surprise. Now they beat another team at Almont in, in a way where, I mean, Richmond is rolling right now, and nobody's oh, yeah. talking about Richmond. Everybody's talking about Algonac. Yeah. Obviously, they should talk about Algonac, mm -hmm. but don't forget that Richmond is lurking right there. Yeah, I, I think the whole talk about don't sleep on Richmond, uh, I, I see that could be a thing in the past now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're awake. They're a, a beast so. that has awakened now, mm -hmm. and I, they have everyone's full attention right mm -hmm. now. I mean, even, even just you look ahead to the playoffs, which we could very well see. Not only in week eight can we see Algonac Richmond, mm -hmm. we can see that in the playoffs too. I know. I know. No one's going to complain about seeing that game twice, by I the way. I, I think everyone's on board with that. <laughs> so, so imagine hey. how amazing yeah. that would be. If oh, they the play twice. Oh, man, come on. Twice in three weeks, you know? Yeah, that'd be amazing. But let's fast forward to this week. Our, our game of the week is Port Huron Northern hosting Marysville. Yep. This is a game where obviously Maryville and Algonac are on top of the Times Herald poll, yep. and Marysville is going to be favored to win this game. But the key for Northern is how do you get enough points? How do you kind of slow down Marysville? And to me, this is all going to be about ball control. Can yeah. Northerners keep their offense on the field so that Marysville ground game cannot pick up steam? Yeah, that's absolutely 100% true. I mean, for Northern, you want Marysville to have as, as little possessions as possible. And so, of course, I mean, it's taking care of the ball, getting first downs, mm -hmm. extending drives. Uh, I think Northern, especially if Billy does step back into mm -hmm. the, the quarterback position here, coming off an injury, if they can go back to that offense that they had a few weeks ago, I mean, they could win in a shootout, mm -hmm. or they could hang with Marysville in a shootout. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's going to be the key to the game here. It all comes down to the offense. Of course, Northern's defense mm -hmm. is going to have to show up, especially with those mm -hmm. linebackers in the front seven against that vaunted running attack mm -hmm. that Marysville has. But with that said, yeah, I think, you know, the offense really will have to step it up this game. And this is one of those games where you need to have a fast start. Like, the last yep. thing you need to do is let, is let Marysville have two or three long drives where they're pounding the ball in your defense right. and your defense is wore out in the second half. Like, you need to start the game where I almost feel like when you have a team like Marysville that's so dominant in one area, yep. you have to put them in a position where they can't be dominant in that area. Yeah. And if they're behind a couple possessions, they have to change strategy. And next thing you know, you actually have a chance to take away yep. their main thing. It's going to be who can punch who in the mouth first. That's I true. Mean, that's, that's what that's it is. True. If, who if, can if, take a punch, right. too. Yeah. That's true. If, if Marysville can score in their first two drives, I mean, that's a punch to Northern's mouth. Oh, but yeah. if Northern can really stall or even take an early lead, mm -hmm. right back at them. I mean. If Marysville gets off to the fast start and they have – uh, a possession or two lead. I don't see how Port Huron Northern is going to come back from that. Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah. but if Port Huron Northern can take them into deep waters, that would be very good and advantageous for them. For sure. What about Port Huron at Lance Cruz? The Big Reds, it's another team that many people aren't focused on because they're not in the Mac Gold with everybody else or sure. BWAC. Yep. But at the same time, they're building momentum. They're becoming, like we talked about in past weeks, they're getting a second and third option for D'Angelo. Yep. And as he continues to produce, you would think that they'll have a chance to win this game too. I think so too. And I also think maybe Port Huron is flying under the radar these days mm -hmm. is because, I mean, they're playing those games they should win. I mean, the Sterling mm -hmm. Heights game, I mean, it's a great win, but it's a game they should win. Lance mm -hmm. Cruz, yeah, this is a game they should absolutely win. I, I believe Lance Cruz hasn't won a game yet this season. Kind of a tough season for them. Yeah. But, so, but, I mean, hey, uh, Port Heron has, you know, big games coming up, too, against Northern and Cosno. So yep. that's... Whew. We're, we're going to start hearing a lot about them after this week. And that's why it's important for them to play well in this type of game while developing yeah, options true. so that they have confidence going into those big games. For sure. Because they have to win those games to get into the playoffs. Absolutely. Let's talk about a game I know that we both are going to have the same prediction for, but MLA City at Richmond. Yep. And the reason why I want to talk about Richmond is because like they have who we call the number one player in the area in our top 25, Deshaun yep. Hamilton. 
And we talked previously about how they have been flying under the radar, now they're coming alive. Yeah. How do they take the next step, even in the game where they look like they're overly matched with someone? Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. Obviously, you have you know great attack options in Chase Churchill at quarterback, mm -hmm. Anthony Tavano at receiver, Deshaun Hamilton at receiver, running back, where they want to put him. If they could start generating more options too, I mean, use a game like this, or yes. especially, you know, not only just generate you know good options, but a, a game against Imlay City is going to allow the starters to maybe take a step back, maybe mm -hmm. not even play the second half, to be honest. Possibly. Maybe maybe get those younger guys an opportunity to, mm -hmm. to come in and make some noise. If MLA City somehow wins, this is like Mike Tyson getting knocked out by Buster Douglas. I mean, this uh, is the type of thing that would shock yeah. the world. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. like, you talk about, wow, that would be just, just crazy. I feel like it would be like me knocking out Mike Tyson, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, no, no disrespect, but I, uh, I mean, hey, they, it, days, it, it would be the upset of the area. I, mean, I don't know, yeah, man. You versus be. Mike Tyson from The Hangover, I think you might get that. Oh, that's generous of you. you might, thank you. you oh, like, you've one. never seen me throw a punch then, because <laughs> not a good sight. <laughs> what about Marine City at Warren West Tower? You know, Marine City is a team that it looked like they were pretty much done a couple of weeks ago. Now they look like they're fully Not alive. Not so fast. Not and, so fast, yeah. And this is a w another winnable game. And you start thinking, like, wow, they're going to pick up more momentum. It, it does look like a winnable game, but then you go back to the Marysville Warrenwoods Tower game last yeah, weekend. I mean, can Warrenwoods Tower surprise people in the first half? And mm -hmm. not only that, but, I mean, maybe also hang around in the second half, too, mm -hmm. to cause some noise. So it should be a good game. But, I mean, really, it does look like Marine City is playing their best football mm -hmm. and getting better each week. Can this week prove it once again? I, I think so. See, every time that we talk about Marine City, I seem to pick wrong. Because this seems like this is a this is a for right. sure victory for them. Yep, yep. I'm just hoping that they don't take anything for granted in the couple last couple of weeks. Yep. And just knowing Ron Glodich, I mean, he's going to have these boys fired up oh, once on. again. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Lastly, uh, let's talk about, actually not last, we have two more. Uh, let's talk about Algonac at Armada. That's another okay. game that obviously Algonac's defense is so good. How does Armada even find points? Yeah, Armada finds points just by the air. I think they need to establish that air game. But, mm -hmm. I mean, Algonac's coverage is so good. I mean, even at the linebacker position with Dylan Jack, Stephen mm -hmm. Rose. And then, of course, you got lockdown cornerback Nick Fulkertz. Exactly. I, I don't see it. But then again, I didn't see Armada beating Yale. Maybe it could be one of these games where mm -hmm. the Tigers do surprise us. And it's amazing that when you have rivalry games like this, yeah. it's almost like one, one team in Algonac, they're for sure thinking about Richmond. And oh, on another yeah. team, this is their whole season. They're like, if we beat Algonac, it's like us winning that's the a, Super Bowl. That's a good point. Yeah. And we have Algonac at home. We have nothing to lose. Let's go out and do something crazy. You that's know true. what I mean? Let's I, have I a, a trick player two or something like yeah. that. What do you have to lose? That's right. Yeah. No, I, you know? I, yeah. So it's a dangerous game if Algonac doesn't show up serious. But mm -hmm. if Algonac shows up, that's a game that they're probably going to They could be well-rested well going into Richmond. Exactly. Yeah. Lastly, yell at Almont. I think that you Tough had game. the perfect comment about it just um, off the air. Matt was saying mm -hmm. how this is like the ultimate toss-up game because what do you expect from these teams? Right. You know, yep. they've shown great performances. They've shown some suspect performances. So what do you expect in this yell Almont game? Yeah, I mean, just to elaborate on that point, too, I mean, by what I mean is a toss-up game is that both these teams are good. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, don't let the records fool you. These teams are good. But uh, against those top games, like against you yep. know, the Crosslacks or the mm -hmm. Richmonds, they didn't win those games, so I feel like these guys are in the B list of the BWAC, and mm -hmm. you know they're going to jockey for a position. Mm -hmm. And both of these, I mean, both of these teams need a win. They do. They desperately for, for need a playoff, win. you know, for playoff chances. So yes, it, it, it is going to be a nice game to watch. That's a very important yeah. game for both teams. We'll see who comes out ahead. Yep. So let's go back to our predictions. Let's do Marysville it. at Point Run Northern. Who you got? Uh, I got Marysville. Okay. In this one, yep. I, I mean, again, I, I haven't seen anyone stop that ground game. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen anyone stop check. Three, four. 
Um, and until someone does, mm -hmm. we have to pick Marysville. And I'll pick Marysville as well, not because I'm down on Northern or I don't think they've improved. I just feel like if they don't play their ultimate best game, yep. they can't win this game. And if Marysville plays a good game, they'll have enough skill to win it. So it always goes to the team that has more talent, even when they're going on the road. Yeah. Up next, uh, Port Huron and Lance Cruz. I got Port Huron this game. I expect yeah. Port Huron to roll and really start building momentum for that key matchup against Warren Woods and, and Northern coming up. Ditto. Give me Port Huron. Yeah, yep. I think that's pretty simple. Yeah. Inlay City and Richmond, I know we were, we're both going to take it Richmond. But I want to see how Richmond develops, like you said, those secondary options. How do they continue going forward when Algonac is looming now? Like, that game is yeah. coming up very, very fast. Yeah, I, I think Richmond does win. Um, it'll be mm -hmm. interesting to see who they play, how much they play, what exactly. other options they start possibly building for that next week. But, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean, give me the Blue Devils in this one. Coming off of challenging Marysville, what are you expecting from Warren Tower this week against Marine City? Because Warren Tower yeah. is one of those teams where, on paper, you say Marine City is going to win this game. But off of the effort they put in last week, obviously, they're still playing hard for sure they're still they're still reaching towards their goals yeah and um i picked against marine city last week and mm -hmm. after the game i, I had uh, a few people come up to me saying hey <laughs> pick warmwood's tower <laughs> so you ready for this are you ready for this oh here you go go no come on <laughs> i'm going with marine city come right, on right. I, I, i'm not that foolish right, yeah so right. yeah no, i'm going with the mariners i'm going with marine city too i really like what uh coach glodish is doing with his team i always look at how someone responds to adversity you know life is yeah. going to throw you to different loops and, and you're going to have sometimes when you feel down but how do you come back from it? And I feel like that really shows you someone's character. Yep. Look how Marine City's rebounding. Man. Especially with adversity they've never seen before. I know. It, it's one thing yeah. to like have these kind of years every once every two or three years. Like, mm -hmm. no, this has like never happened to anyone on the coaching staff. Obviously, anyone wearing a jersey. I know. And they so, had a genuine yeah, chance to implode. Like, they yeah. literally oh, could have sure. imploded. It would have been mm -hmm. understandable yeah. for them to implode. And they've rallied around their coach. They really rallied around each other. It's a and now they're team. back on the right team. They're right on the side now. It's a headstrong team. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Algonac at Armada. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing Ar I'm choosing Algonac. I was about to say Armada. I choose yeah. Algonac, <laughs> and I'm thinking that this is another shutout game for them. I mean, I would think that they can shut out Yale. They can also shut out Armada. I would think so too. Yeah. I mean, what, I, I think it's going to be another collision course with Richmond mm -hmm. Algonac going undefeated in the BWAC into Week Eight. So yeah, mm -hmm. give me the Muskrats. I agree with you. Yep. Lastly, Yale at Almont. We got a bonus pick here. I know, man. Oh, think man. about that. That's a, that's like I said. That's an <sighs> interesting game. I'm actually going to pick Alma in this game okay. because they're home, and I feel like they've played very, very well. They just played some teams that were a little bit better than them. I, I'm going to go with Alma too. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I think home crowd. I, I don't put too much stock in a home home field advantage mm -hmm. in high school football, but. I, I feel like this is an atmosphere where it actually can help mm -hmm. Almont. So, uh, yeah, g give me the Raiders in this one. Cool. Sure. Yep. Lastly, before we wrap up, talk about your thoughts on the top 25 team. Obviously, yeah. it's, it's a situation to where we have so many great local players, especially at running back. And I think yes. that kind of reflected on our team. Yeah, I mean, I'm still losing sleep off that. It, it, I know, <laughs> I know. That's a stressful list to pick out. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it was a lot of fun because I, I feel personally like one through five, that's set in stone. That's easy. But I mean, even 6 through 25 is really hard to put in order. Mm -hmm. Even beyond 25, I, I feel like there are 50 players in the area exactly. that easily exactly. could have made the list or put up an argument to make mm -hmm. the list. So, um, obviously, great players were left off. I know, I know. And Wait, that's the tough part with these lists because you don't want to leave anybody out. Right. Absolutely. But, uh, hey, I mean, you know, the, the area has been impressive, especially with Richmond's top three. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Crosswell, Lexington. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though they have, you know, a few losses, they still have some of the best players in the I area. Know. And we I left know. off some great linemen on them, too, That's with Keegan Galbraith. That's I mean, true. Damian Arnold. So, I mean, yeah, That's so it's, it's a tough list to make, but, hey. 
And I, I just enjoy looking at the overall talent that the area has to offer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had some we had some sophomores that were very, very yeah. play, good players like Ethan Mine that's going to continue to be on yep. the list going forward. For sure. We had some seniors like D'Angelo uh, Jr., uh, Sanderson Jr., who's, who's at, at, I think he was number three, right? We had him in the top so, five. Yep. And then we even had a player like Luke Wilson, someone who could even yeah. get overlook, overlooked. But he's played so well on defense that it was like, how do you leave this guy out of the top five, For which sure. is always in the backfield? Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you do with that? So the Blue Water area has a lot of good football players. Tons. Things are looking up, and now we have another great week coming up. Yeah, we do. Cool. Yep. So keep checking out us out. We're going to be at thetimesherald.com. You can also find us on Twitter and let us know what you think about our predictions.